0: We are excited to have you with us today at the Baptizing Church out of Zion, Maryland. Come along as we listen to God's Word with Pastor timilein Lenghi Father, we exalt you. Father, we exalt you. No one else can touch my heart like you do I could search to all eternity long and find there is no like you There is no like Tarabara bash, ba oh. Church, please have a seat. Please have a seat. There's a ring on this mic. There's a frequency that's ringing. Can we just cut it down? Ooh. Not the volume, just a certain frequency that's ringing. Can we just cut it down? Hallelujah. Father, we praise you. There's nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. I'm sorry. Ooh. Father, we praise you. To be with you, yeah, that's even perfect. That's perfect, yeah. For you are God, and we worship. You, you are God, and we, we worship. worship. You oh, you are, are God. Yeah. Song is perfect. You are God. Yeah, and we worship. We worship. You you It's nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. Yeah. Your presence, Lord. Yeah. All I want is to be with you. You. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right, um, epignosis, epignosis, epignosis. I said that song was perfect because um, we're going to look at epignosis at the feet of Jesus. Uh, all I want is to be with you, at the feet of Jesus. <clears throat> so multimedia, you have your title. <laughs> epignosis at the feet of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Um, on a slightly lighter note, you know, I decided to shock everybody today. Yes, you get it. I don't need to say any other thing, Abi. I said it was very, very intentional. The last time I wore this dress was when was that? I think there was a Thanksgiving some years back, some years ago. But I think before that time, maybe one other time at a wedding, because I don't really go out like that. And then, of course, at initially when this was sewn for my engagement. There's an agbada to this, actually. So maybe the next me. I'll come with the full. So if you want to take a picture, take picture now. Because <laughs> uh-huh. after today, maybe another three years. <laughs> <not very> laughing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, yesterday was my wedding anniversary. Um, um, I thought you are amazing. Um, um, actually I, I... <laughs> why are you squeezing your face down I, I, think, I think you're really amazing um, um, I think you're the only woman who has successfully figured me out yeah, so. in that sense you know so hey God hey God so, I love you with every fiber of me, and um, this is to forever. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, I also want to give a since I have the opportunity today. I also want to give you a shout out to Peace. Um, today is Peace's birthday. Peace gave birth. Um, she know that you are special. You're special to me. I think think you and your brother are one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, So, yeah, happy birthday. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. So, at the feet of Jesus, um, Pastor Timmy, thank you for this opportunity to share God's word with God's people. And um, I trust that within the time we have left, we'll be able to, you know, look into God's word and receive light and receive understanding. Amen. Amen, praise God. All right, so at the feet of Jesus, Luke chapter 10, popular story, Luke chapter 10, verse, from verse 38. we We're just going to examine um, a few things in the light of revelation, in the light of um, God being revealed to us. Hallelujah. All right, so now it happened, Luke chapter 10, verse 38, from verse 38, I'm going to read to verse 42. Now it happened as they went <clears throat> that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into, his ha- into her house and she had a sister named called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she-, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Marta, Marta, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. All right. So there's a particular version. Um, I think it's English Standard Version (ESV). It says that Martha opened her home to Jesus. Right. So she welcomed him into the house. Of course, when you hear the word, when you when you hear the expression, someone opened their home to you, it it gives the impression that the person gave you, like, an all-access card. Right? Like, feel at home, feel free, you know. Don't, don't come and go and be cackling, you know. Don't do, like, a chicken who just, who just got beaten by the rain, you know. Feel free, you know. So she welcomed him, she opened her home to him, right? And then, of course, this particular scripture, when you look at it, um, if you look at it from the standpoint of... Um, We've heard people say, you know, when you serve in God's house or when you're serving God, don't get belabored by service such that you are not also fellowshipping with God, such that you're not also spending time with God. You can look at that scripture, you can look at this scripture from that light. Some other people have said, you know, um, we have to pay attention to all the things we need to pay attention to. Things need to be done right, you know, in the light of excellence, you know, all of that. Fine. But there's another slightly different picture that I just want to point out from the scripture, right? So she opened her home, she welcomed Jesus into the house, you know, feel free, all of that, right? And then the Bible says that Mary, her sister, sat at Jesus' feet, and he sat, and she sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. So while Martha was going about, you know, washing the plate ensuring everything was in order, you know, we're assuming that she did not know Jesus was coming, right? Doing all of that, you know. Martha just went. I mean Mary just went straight and sat at Jesus' feet. Okay, so Martha gave Jesus access but she didn't give Jesus attention. She gave Jesus access but she didn't give Jesus attention. So one thing I'll point out first of all is that it is unable to serve. It's unable to do the things that you need to do. But The issue in this scripture, which we see, which the Bible mentioned, was that she was distracted with much serving. So the problem was not the serving. Because if you have a guest in your house, floor no go dirty, the guest go dirty now. Talk to me, church, right? Everywhere will not be Like, for example, I have two very active human beings, right? If you come to my house, sometimes you can look. Like World War 10, right? You know, so so we understand that. So there's always a place of putting things in order. But the problem was, for some reason, much serving. Much seven. Much serving. So serving is not bad. It's not that you know you shouldn't do the things that you should do. But the problem was that she gave Jesus access without attention. Access without attention. Hmm. access without attention. Jesus said to us, you are worried and troubled about so many things. What happens is when you say yes to the Lord and you, you, know, you say yes to Jesus, you, you've, you've received Jesus as your Lord, but there is no attention, what that will produce is carnality. He said in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you, right? In the knowledge of him. Grace and peace be multiplied. It was praying for them. It said, grace and peace be multiplied for you in the knowledge of him. So it is expected that when you are continuing in the knowledge of God, what that will produce is grace and peace. So the fact that he was praying for them means that it is possible that if you don't continue in that knowledge something else will come up what does that mean it means that when you are when you are someone who is doing what you should do following after the lord paying attention grace will be produced but if you're not paying attention trouble will be produced trouble will be produced So for someone who is supposed to be paying attention to the Lord, instead of being in peace, that person will be full of anxiety. Do you get the picture? That person will be full of anxiety. Instead of the knowledge of God, the revelation of God, to produce strength in you, to produce grace in you, what will happen is, you will have the knowledge in terms of the information, right? But because there is no attention to it, What it will produce will be fear. What it will produce will be weakness. What it will produce will be worry. What it will produce will be all things that are not spiritual. For the opposite of spiritual is not secular. The opposite of spiritual is carnality. Are you here? To be spiritual is to be spirit-controlled, is to be spirit-led. Are you here? So... That's that's so, in a sense, this scripture shows a type of a believer. They are both believers. They gave access to Jesus. They opened their home to Jesus. Are you here? But one was producing naturalness. The other was at the feet of Jesus. Mm. So it's honorable to serve. But the deeper honor is to sit at the feet of Jesus. The deeper honor is to be at the feet of Jesus. Jesus said to us, Jesus said, one thing is needed. And that reminds me of the scripture in Psalm 27. Donnie McLaughlin even sang a song about it. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Verse 4, that I may dwell in his temple and inquire. And behold the beauty of the Lord. So there are conversations there. So the fact that you have given the Lord access, the next thing that should happen should be conversations. You should be inquiring of the Lord back and forth, ebb and flow. For revelation is not a product in itself. The revealing of Jesus to you is not a product in itself. The revealing of Jesus to you is to an end. There is a reason why you should have or you have revelation. If revelation is not producing those things, then there's a problem. There's a problem. Because if you, do, do you know that this Mary was the Mary who was, this, this is alabaster box Mary. Do you know? John 11. This is John 11, John 12. This is the alabaster box Mary. So there was something about the fact that she was always at the feet of Jesus so that she just, I don't know, she just knew. She just knew. Just the same way, just the same way, God didn't tell David to build him a temple. Are you here? The Bible says David was a man after God's heart. He was giving God attention. So somehow he just picked it. Are you here? So how did Mary know? Was, it, was there a scripture? Was there a prophecy somewhere? Was it that she read it in a scroll? She just, she just knew. There are things you will pick. You will just know what you should do. Why? Because you are at this feet. God didn't tell David to build him a temple. Go and check it. He didn't. He just picked it up. That know this God deserves a house. He deserves. I need to build him something. It was when David did that, that, God was like, you know what, guy, your lineage, I will bless it. So let, let's look at that scripture, right? 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge, right? So when, when, that, when grace, as grace is being multiplied to you, as peace is being multiplied to you, as you are continuing that knowledge, in that understanding of who the Lord is, we're going to see less of the natural. We're going to see less of the carnal. We're going to see less of flesh. And we're going to see more of the spiritual. We're going to see more of the God kind. Look at it. Second Peter chapter 1. Sometimes when you have a small Bible. You can. All right. and peace, so please multiply to you in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and the Lord, and knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord as his divine power, as given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him. You see that? Verse 4, it says, By which has been given to us exceeding great great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. That, in P.D.'s words, is the value chain. That's the value chain. So it's great that you've given the Lord access. It's great that you've said, I gave myself away. It's great that you said a yes to the Lord. But the next step in the value chain is that you are paying attention. For in paying attention, you receive revelation. And then that revelation will lead to what I call, or what is called a transformation. Yeah. And it's not like I'm trying to rhyme. It's just, it's just what it is. That is the end of Revelation. Revelation will will produce intimacy. Revelation will produce transformation in the believer. You will become a partaker of the divine nature. So it will produce God in your character. It will produce God in your health. It will produce God in your finances. It will produce God in your family life. It will produce God in everything. Why? Because in paying attention, you are receiving the template. God told Moses, he said, make sure you build according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Are you here? The room is very quiet. Are we, are we okay? Yes, are we good? Yes, mm. A couple of medic services ago, I think I, 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 think I said this. Um, Ephesians chapter, chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Father, we give you praise. Ephesians chapter 4. Blessed be God forevermore. This is very, very important. From verse 17, he said, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. This was Paul admonishing the church as Ephesus. No longer walk as the Gentiles walk right, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that's in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewness to walk all uncleanness and greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. Christ is a syllabus. Christ is an institution. Christ is a body of learning. Christ is, is, is a field of knowledge. It says in the book of Colossians that in him are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So when you come into Christ, or if a man be in Christ, when you come into Christ, what you have done is that you are now enrolled. You now have a kingdom metric number, and the only course on the table is Christ. And so you keep learning Christ every single day. As you keep learning Christ, you produce Christ. For you have not so lent Christ, if indeed, look at that, you have heard him. What was Mary doing? She sat at his feet and heard his words. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. This is the end of Revelation. This is what epignosis is for. So, in fact, I dare say that if if truly you have contacted Revelation, eh, your shoulder cannot be big. It's, It's an aberration. It's an aberration. If you've truly met the Lord, if you've truly seen Him, your shoulder pad cannot be like this. It's not possible. If your shoulder part is like that, it will mean that the heart is there's a problem with the heart. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 6 it says that when when Isaiah met the Lord, what did he say? He said, I am a man, I am undone. For I dwell among the people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the king. My eyes have seen the king. So, you can't, you can't meet the Lord and be, you know, no, it's not possible. If you've truly met him, if you've truly seen him. So, the learning of Christ comes by revelation, which was why Jesus, Jesus told Peter. He said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father. But my Father who is in heaven. Popular scripture that we know. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, right? Popular scripture that we know. Let's look at it. Verse 18. It says, the eyes of your understanding, okay, I start from 17, which is like usually where a lot of people start from. That the God of our, um, God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Just pause there. This was a prayer that, you know, if you've read um, Brother Hagen's books, you know, one of the things where Egan said was, you should always pray this prayer. This one, the one in Colossians, the one in Philippians. They are powerful prayers that the believer should pray. And trust me, you should. And you know why? Look at it. It says, being... Revelation is a, cont- is a present continuous thing. Being... Being... Being, being, so it's not a one off thing. It's not, you know, I ah, know, I'm alone. We know God. We have. No. Being enlightened. Being enlightened that you may. Because the moment you stop, there will be a transposition from Mary to matter. The moment for some reason, Jesus told Peter, "I said, why did you doubt? Why? He took his eyes off Jesus. Are you here? He took his eyes off Jesus and started looking at the waves. Don't take your eyes off the Lord. For your stability is in the eyes of your understanding. That's where your stability is. That's where your strength is. As you keep looking, as you keep looking. John said in in, in 1 John chapter 1, he says of the things that we have heard, of the things that we have seen, of the things that we have looked upon, of the things that we have handled, of the word of life that was manifest. Mali Music sang a song back then. He said, keep your eyes on him. Keep looking, keep looking. Because the moment you take your eyes off, you will drown. The moment you take your eyes off, what will happen is that you will become worried. And may I just say that here, if peradventure there's anybody here, you are worried about stuff, something has just been weighing you down, maybe what you just need to do, maybe it's not really a prayer you need to pray, maybe what you just need to do is just switch. Just switch, take your eyes back. What did he say? What has he said to you? Just switch. Because that's the way you are going to keep your heart constant. That's the way you are going to keep your heart constant. Keep your eyes on Him. Keep your eyes on Him. Keep your eyes on Him. Don't look at the waves. Don't look at the issues. Keep your eyes on Him. Keep your eyes on Him. For He that promised is faithful. Keep your eyes on Him. Being enlightened. Being enlightened. So He starts and remains with the reality of you always choosing the feet of Jesus. Always choosing the feet of Jesus. For the goal of revelation is intimacy. It says in Job chapter 42 verse 5. It says, I have heard of you with the ear of my ear. But now, notice that that was in chapter 42 at the end. It was like, see, before all these things happened, what I, what, the level I was at was at just the hearing. I, I used to hear, but now my eyes see you. Now my eyes see you. Hearing is good. Hearing is great, but you need to see. The eyes of your understanding need to be enlightened, being enlightened continually. For when you behold, you become. I want to point out something from that Psalm twenty-seven. Psalm 27. I quoted it earlier. Did you notice that everything the psalmist said in that psalm was because of verse 4? Psalm 27. From verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He was saying all of this because he had come to know. But how did he come to know? What gave gave rise to this bravery? What gave rise to this confidence? What gave rise to this assurance? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp around me, my heart shall not fail. Though war may not rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in a temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret, in the, in the secret place of his, of his tabernacle, he shall hide me, he shall set me on high. What gave rise to this confidence was the fact that David was a man who was always inquiring. He was a man who was always beholding. When you meet the Lord, what the Lord does is that he introduces himself to you. Exodus chapter 3. The Bible says that when God saw that Moses turned aside to see the sight, God said to him, the place that you are is on holy ground, take off your feet. And then the next thing God said was what? I am the God of. So God, God introduces himself to you. What you come to find in Revelation is that you come to find who God is. God introduces his character to you. So when you have come to know the Lord, then you can say, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom? Whom? Tell me, who is that person? Who burned the Magga? How do they say it in page? Who goes that man? Who goes that man? Who you be? This is the bedrock of your confidence, this is the bedrock of your boldness. God will introduce his character to you. God will introduce his thinking to you. Ah, Isaiah 55, it says, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are what? My ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. Great. That is true, right? It's true. But you know what? We have the Holy Ghost. Are you here? We have the Holy Ghost by which we access those thoughts of God. The Holy Ghost is the conduit from which there is a compression of the thoughts of God to become your thoughts. He says in John chapter 16, he says that he will glorify me. He will take of what is mine and declare to you. He says no man knows the the things of a man except the spirit that is in that man. No one knows the things of God except the spirit of God which is in him. Except the spirit of God. He says for now we have received not the spirit that is of the world, but the spirit who is from the Lord, that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. First Corinthians 2 11 and 12. By God. So the Holy Ghost is the compression. In audio, right, there's, there's, there's what we call signal processing. And one of the things you use for signal processing is compression, right? So when a signal has very low signal and very high, it's very quiet and very loud. Compression is what you use to balance it. Are you here? So the thoughts of God are high, your thoughts are here. The Holy Ghost. Wow. I, oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. So God introduces his thinking to you, introduces his character to you. This is what revelation is for. Introduces intimacy, introduces transformation. Revelation is not to carry shoulder. Revelation is not for this, or oh, this thing I'm doing. Mm-mm. mm <laughs> This is a means to which the body is edified. That's just what it is. It's not a means of stardom. It's not a means of celebrity status. It's not a means of anything. The end is that Jesus is glorified. We do what the Holy Ghost is doing. He said he will glorify me. If you are doing any other thing, that's not like that then. You are not on on key. Uncle, you are off. You are off, you are off. Maybe your key is under the keyboard. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it will lead to transformation. It will lead to you understanding what the thoughts of God are, what the mind of God is. This is the heart of revelation. This is the heart of in the knowledge of him. This is the heart of you knowing. It says a natural man cannot receive the things of things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him. He said, "Nor can he know them for they are spiritually descend." So the route for the natural man to become a spiritual man is for him to get to know and for him to get to know, he has to receive revelation. He has to sit at the feet of Jesus. Or else you'll be worried, you'll be troubled about so many things that don't matter. You'll be thinking about school fees, you'll be thinking about children. Let's, let's bring it home. You'll be thinking about school fees, you'll be thinking about children, you'll be thinking about traffic, you'll be thinking about fuel, you'll be thinking about what else? Ren- oh, wow. Rent. You'll be thinking about summer, you want to travel. You'll be comparing himself with other people. Don't, don't see, don't you see. <laughs> the eye of that person, the eye of the natural man is, is, not, is not on Jesus. No. It's not on Jesus. It's on the things that that don't carry weight. For you see those things, there is something else that is solid that can carry those things. That's what you should look at. That's what you should look at. That's what you should look at. The goal of Revelation is intimacy. The goal of Revelation is transformation. The goal of Revelation is is that you, you, you've learned Christ. You are learning Christ. You are, you are coming to know the character of God. The character of God. And so that instructs your response. That instructs your response to God in worship. That instructs your response to life. You are not tossed to and fro. You are not moved. You are stable. You are rooted. You are grounded. Because you are, continually, you are continuously at the feet, at the feet of Jesus. You are listening. You are hearing. You are taking it in. This is the heart of revelation. This is the heart of God revealing himself to you. Praise God. Can we just lift our hands? I just bless the Lord in the room. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise and glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We will not be a generation that will give access without attention. But we will place our eyes on you. We will understand who you are more in the name of Jesus. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened. Flooded with light. Flooded with light. Flooded with light. In the name of Jesus. Flooded with light. Coming to know who you are. Understanding who you are. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Indeed we will walk in the fullness of the new man. Created. Created according to God. In righteousness and holiness. In the name of Jesus. Indeed we will be partakers of your holiness. Indeed we will understand who you are. And live that life as we ought. In the name of Jesus. Oh thank you heavenly father. Thank you for your word. We give you praise and we give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by God's word today. Do connect with us on all our social media platforms at TBC Out of Zion and listen to our messages at www.soundcloud.com forward slash TBC Out of Zion.